What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Yash Kotari, who's the founder of Kindred Minds. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, hey, Matt. It's going great. Awesome to hear. Well, excited to chat with you and learn more about what you're working on here with Kindred Minds. For people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? What is Kindred Minds? <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're building what we believe is a better group-based approach to traditional one-on-one life coaching. And we bring together communities of eight to 12 people. And every other week, we bring them together for an hour and a half and a peer life facilitator. And we help them understand who are they, what do they want, who do they want to be, and how can we chart the course from point A to point B. Walk me through a little bit about maybe a uh, um, a journey of someone going through kind of the product experience. Can you kind of walk us through if I was to sign up? Because it sounds really interesting, even for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. what what would I experience as as I sign up for the for the product? Yeah, once you sign up, you're onboarded onto our app, and then the first session, uh, I'll give you an actual example. The first session is called the Wheel of Life, and so you come together. You're matched with a cohort of about ten people. You come together. Uh, let's say at Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Zoom, and you start to explore this specific framework called the Wheel of Life, which is understanding yourself across eight different dimensions on your life, where you feel like you're doing well, where you feel like you're not doing well, and then one focus area that you want to go a lot deeper. And then we'll do, we do a bunch of stuff on Zoom, but the facilitator will then lead you through a breakout group. And in that breakout group, you'll do a lot of coaching and analysis on, hey, what's working? What's not working? What's the action plan that I want to build? Then you finish that session, and then in between sessions, we're giving you a bunch of asynchronous content, right? So that's where really the insight and the learning is happening, is you're getting all this content through our app that you kind of digest, and you come back into session, and that's, again, really a space to share your stories and perspectives and learn from one another. Uh, So that's how it works, and you just go through, you make a minimum three-month commitment, and uh, you, you, you renew every three months as you'd like. I love that. It makes me wonder kind of where did this idea come from? I think it's a pretty unique take on something that I think everyone needs in some capacity. So where do you get the idea from? What's the origin of the story? <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of a long, I'll try to keep the answer short. Um, so I grew up in India and I got into my dream school for undergrad, which was the University of Pennsylvania. I was starting at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And When there, I was just young and 18 years old and I was trying to figure out, well, what does success look like for me, right? And as I'm trying to figure that out, I start to see everything around me and I'm like, oh, success looks like achievement, 
right? It looks like doing really well in school, getting a really good job, internship, converting that internship into a full-time offer, making lots of money, going to business school, going back, becoming a partner at this company. And like, that was it. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to achieve. And so my life became about that. By my senior year, I started a, um, a tech company because at that time, that's what it meant to achieve. This was 2015. I started a tech company. That company starts doing pretty well. I've like mostly dropped out by my last semester. I graduate though, which was nice. Uh, right after graduating, we get accepted into Y Combinator. We start growing the business. We start raising money. We get featured in press. Like all these things are happening. And you're like, this is it, right? This was the promised land in many ways. This is what I was hoping for when I was 18 years old. And yet it wasn't, Matt. It, the reality, once the shininess of, of everything wore off, was it was tough and frustrating and lonely and stressful and sad. And I was like, is this what I want the rest of my life to look like? And it was really, really hard, but I decided, no, this is not going to be it. And so I quit the startup uh, when we still had a lot of money in our bank. But I, I think more than that, I quit this identity that had come to define who I was. And ever since then, the last five or six, seven years have been about understanding, well, whoa, like who am I really? Like, what do I actually want in life? And how can I start to build that? And so Kindred Minds is just an expression of my own journey, which is I'm trying to move along my own journey, trying to be the best version of myself. And as I think about my work is how cool would it be if I could build something that helps others like me too? And so that's, that's really the deeper inspiration behind it. I love that. I feel like every great startup idea has a great origin story behind it. So I appreciate you sharing that. But kind of doing the opposite now, that was kind of looking back into, into the past. Now let's look forward into the future. What do you see as the, the big vision for Kindred Minds? Or if you were to look out five, 10 years, something like that, what could yeah. this be if it gets really big? Yeah, Matt, like I'll share two parts to you. One part is I'm seeing so many people in my life, myself included, where things are generally okay, right? Health is okay, uh, relationships are fine, our careers are fine, we're making all right money, but there's something that's missing. There's like this deeper purpose or this deeper light that's missing in how we carry ourselves and to extract the most out of life, to really have lived life, right? So that's on one end. The second piece is, We've been building communities like this for thousands of years. And it's been going on in the Eastern world. There's an idea called the Sangha in Buddhism, Sangha in Buddhism, or Satsang in India. And for thousands of years, people have been bringing together these small communities where they um, create space for deeper conversations and connection and understanding, well, where do we want to move forward in life and how can we support each other in that? And so my vision is pretty simple, is to take this beautiful tradition that's been around for thousands of years around connection and wisdom and growth and translate it into a language that makes sense for people like us. And so, yeah, that's why I do. I wanna match that with this problem that I feel like so many of us are facing, which is something's just not right. And we have solutions. We just need to adapt them to today's time. And in order to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup work and scale. Um, so my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, raising money, looking for customers, users, beta testers? How can we assist here? Yeah, I think the most valuable piece is people where this story resonates with them. I'd love to talk to you. You can reach out to me at yash at kindredminds.com or 
um, you can sign up on our website, right? Sign up for one of our cohorts, give it a shot, see what it feels like. Um, and hopefully we can deliver. I think we're building something really, really powerful. So we'd love to just share it with more and more people. And then for my last question, where can someone sign up or where can they find you online? Do you have a website, social media, email, anything in that category? Yeah, the simplest is just to go to kindredminds.com, K-I-N-D-R-E-D-M-I-N-D-S.com. Uh, and then you can sign up straight from there. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Matt.